Hey everybody, welcome to Fight Talk. This is Steven Jensen. Today's episode is going to be my appearance last night on 92.9 The Game in Atlanta. I came on to talk to Jeff Benedict about UFC 214, and shout out to my friend Justin Baker for setting that all up. Um, The conversation with me and Jeff on 92.9 The Game is going to be my breakdown of UFC 214 for you guys here on the Fight Talk podcast. And before we get started, make sure to check out our friends at Heroes and Legends who are celebrating 15 years in business. They are a pro wrestling collectible and memorabilia company. They specialize in action figures, vintage magazines and programs, DVDs, autographed memorabilia, and other unique pro wrestling memorabilia. Make sure to follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HL Pro Wrestling and catch them live in person at the following dates. We have Southern Underground Pro, that's going to be on August the 6th here in Nashville, Tennessee, and then Freedom Pro Wrestling, also in Nashville, Tennessee, on August the 19th. I'll be at both of those shows at the Basement East on the 6th and the Nashville Fairgrounds on the 19th, so say hey to me as well as the folks at Heroes and Legends while you're out there. Also, make sure to check out WrestleCade in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. That's going to be November the 25th. Ken Shamrock and Dan Severn, two massive legends in the world of mixed martial arts as well as professional wrestling, will be there live in the house doing autographs, taking pictures, uh, meet and greet, interviews, that kind of stuff. Um, It sounds like I'm going to be able to talk to Ken Shamrock at the show, so keep your eyes and ears out for that, uh, I guess, towards uh, the end of November. And I'm looking forward to it a lot. So you guys should be too. Winston-Salem, North Carolina, WrestleCade on, on November the 25th. Um, also, shout out to WrestleRumble.com. They have the best wrestling pick'em contest out there. Always a lot of great cash prizes and other prizes as well. Uh, usually tickets or other cool stuff like, you know, airbrush money in the bank briefcases. Uh, basically themed prizes sometimes. Uh, so always, always great stuff. Make sure you're following them on Twitter at Russell Rumble and jump on WrestleRumble.com, grab some merchandise uh, before the next contest starts. The next one will, of course, be WWE SummerSlam, and that's a huge one. And I'm hearing there's going to be some really great prizes. So stay up to date on Twitter at Russell Rumble. Also, shout out to Williamson Brothers Barbecue. They have the best sauce in the world. They have a original, a spicy Chipotle and a Carolina, which is a mustard based sauce. It's all it's all all natural ingredients. I can't stress it enough. You can find it in Whole Foods. That's how natural the ingredients are. Uh, they can be found at Walmart.com. Just search Williamson Bros in the search bar. Comes right up. Go to WillieBros.com. They'll mail it to you anywhere. They also have rubs and spices on WillieBros uh, Willie and you can find three physical locations of theirs in the Atlanta, Georgia area. They have the best barbecue, the best barbecue sauce, the best spices. They're a family-owned business. They buy local. They're great people. Not, there's not enough good things I could say about them. You just need to check it out for yourself. And if you want to try some sauce for free, hit me up on Twitter at FightTalk underscore, and I'll make sure to get you out some sauce. I have some bottles here right here with me, and I'm willing to give it out to you because that's how much I want you to try it. So... Once again, thank you to Williamson Brothers Barbecue for being a part of the Fight Talk podcast. And last but definitely not least, hit up Brian Jensen at Delgado Boxing. Brian Jensen is a USA boxing coach, personal trainer, and MMA conditioning expert out of Delgado Boxing in Sandy Springs, Georgia. That's also in the, in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Give him a call at 404-316-4516 or email him directly at brian at delgadoboxing.net. That is B-R-Y-A-N at delgadoboxing.net. If you want to learn how to throw hands, get in better shape, learn self-defense, or polish up your existing skills, Brian Jensen is the guy for you. Make sure to follow him on Instagram at BMJMMA. Get a knockout workout without getting knocked out. Hit up Brian Jensen at Delgado Boxing right now. Without any further ado, kick back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with me and Jeff Benedict on 92.9 The Game in Atlanta here on the Fight Talk Podcast.
Welcome back to Sports Radio 92.9 Game. Jeff Benedict here with you until 2 a.m. We're going to step outside what we normally do. I'm a big UFC fan, as those of you that have listened for a while know. So we're going to talk UFC 214. It's a fight that I've been excited about. It's a fight card that I've been excited about for a long time. And to do so, we're going to go out to the waitfor.com hotline. We're going to bring in Steven Jensen, who is host of the podcast Fight Talk on iTunes. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Fight Talk underscore. Steven, what's going on, man? Jeff, doing great, man. How are you doing today, man? I, I am fantastic. So just just so the listeners know how this kind of worked out, I, earlier tonight I tweeted out, man, I would love to have a UFC guy on tonight. Uh, and, and then a, a mutual friend of ours, Justin Baker, who does updates and covers the Braves here for the station, sent me a text and said, hey, man, a friend of mine uh, from high school, for a, a roommate of mine in college, uh, is a fantastic UFC guy, has a, a big-time podcast, has a lot of big-time people on there. You guys should hook up. He introduced us on Twitter, and this happened all by like nine o'clock tonight. So, yeah, yeah, it worked out <laughs> great because I was telling you off, kind of off the record, that I was planning on recording my show tonight anyway, talking about UFC two two uh, two fourteen. So, this worked out uh, great for me as well. All right, so let's get into this. Obviously, the headliner for tonight uh, is going to be uh, uh, John Jones and Daniel Cormier. A fight that should have taken place. What, what was it? UFC one ninety seven. So, like, two years ago, whatever it was, Jones obviously had the drug issues. They've had to postpone it several times. Uh, and, and so now here we are. It is finally here. Uh, what is kind of your anticipation of, of how today goes? Man, it's going to be a, it's, it's a crazy fight. So uh, you were mentioning, you know, it's been rescheduled multiple times. Uh, the big reschedule was UFC 200. They were going to main event. And that's when, uh, it was, you know, a gigantic pay-per-view for them, a humongous event. And it all got kind of... Uh, about three days or so ahead of the show is when it got scrapped and they had to kind of rush to figure out some, some alternate solutions. That all being said, there's so much buildup and anticipation for this fight. It's honestly, uh, it's a fight that people from the outside looking in, I don't know if they quite understand what we're, what we're seeing here. We're seeing the, a scenario where John Jones, who for all intents and purposes is an undefeated champion. He's yes. lost one time. It was by disqualification, and it was a very controversial disqualification. He was the reigning champion, youngest champion in UFC history, and he lost uh, his belt by, you know, he had to vacate it. You know, he got suspended. He got in a lot of trouble. He had a hit and run a few years before the, uh, the failure for the drug test. So, you know, during his title reign, Daniel Cormier was one of the people he defended his title against. Uh, the crazy thing here is Daniel Cormier is a, has fought at heavyweight and light heavyweight, and his only loss in his career is to John Jones. And Daniel Cormier now holds the belt that John Jones never lost. So on top of all this, they hate each other. So it's a grunge match. It's a champion. It's a guy, you know, it's a rematch. There's just so much. And, it's, it, you know, there's a lot of people out there. They might say Demetrius Johnson is the number one pound for pound in the world right now, and I won't argue that. But it's also arguable that Daniel Cormier and John Jones are the number one and two pound for pound in the world as well. So we're getting a real one versus two pound for pound. Who's the best? This is a rematch. It's just a huge fight. Got serious implications. It's really exciting. And, and you know, and it's not just obviously this. This is the, the the main event of the night. But this fight card is by far the best fight card uh, of the entire year. And looking forward, it's probably going to end up being the best one for the year. Uh, I mean, you look at the welterweight between Woodley and Maya. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, you've got the women's featherweight where, where uh, um, uh, what's her name? is Justino uh, uh, is finally getting a, an opportunity. Yeah. Uh, it's just it, this fight card is what UFC fans salivate for 
when you think of, of UFCs. Yeah, dude, 100%. I mean, you were just mentioning uh, Tyron Woodley versus Damian Maya for the welterweight title. Um, I was actually in Atlanta at UFC 201 when he won the championship from Robbie Lawler, who's also fighting on yes. the show, coincidentally. Um, that welterweight title fight is huge. Uh, Damian Maya is a very dangerous Brazilian jiu-jitsu expert, and Tyron Woodley's a, a power puncher with good wrestling. So it's a really good stylistic matchup. Uh, you mentioned... Uh, Cyborg, who, who's fighting uh, T- uh, Tanya Evinger. And Evinger is a longtime fighter who was the current Invicta champion, which is kind of like an all-women uh, organization that the UFC kind of uses, uses as a feeder organization to them. Uh, she's the current champion of 145 for Invicta. She's coming up to the UFC to fight Cyborg uh, for this, this, this vacant featherweight championship, and that's a whole other story in itself. But, you know, <laughs> big, big fight. Um, yeah, and some other really Really great fights as well. I mean, it's a great stack card, like you said. Uh, and, and, you know, talking about Cyborg for just a minute, you know, here's a woman that, that you know, has really had to outlive all the other big names ahead of her. She's really never gotten much uh, appreciation from a fighting standpoint, but yet it has outlasted, you know, outla- outla- outlasted, if I could speak today, uh, you know, the, the bigger names in UFC women's fighting. And yet here she is finally getting her opportunity. I think she makes the most of it. Yeah, I mean, I think smart money, I'm not necessarily a betting man, and I'm not trying to yeah, give betting either. advice, but, but, but smart, smart money is, is definitely on Cyborg in this fight. And, um, and you mentioned, you know, she did have some issues uh, with, uh, with the athletic commissions in the past, so we, we can't forget, you know, she has had a failed test for, uh, for PED in the past, which has sidelined her before. She's coming off of a suspension right now as well, but it was, actually a really weird situation where it turned out that she was not in the wrong and she actually had an exemption for what she was taking and failed for. So, but she's, she's had to go through all this stuff, but I mean, you kind of alluded to it just then. I mean, she was in the first women's main event uh, in MMA history when she fought Gina Carano in strike force years ago, uh, might've even been, been a lead XC at the time. I, the company became strike force at one point, but the point being, uh, she's been around since the beginning of women's MMA in the mainstream and this is really her biggest chance to shine, and I think she's going to take uh, take full advantage of it myself. You know, another fight that you kind of mentioned, uh, uh, the other welterweight fight going on is, is Robbie Lawler taking on, on Donald Cerrone. Guys, between the two of them, they've got, what, what 45 or 46 stoppages in their fights. Uh, <laughs> you know, something, yeah. it would be great if we saw one again because I think that means we got a hell of a fight out of, out of this, but this is also one of the fights where I would love to see go the, the full turn. I, I would love to see them, them fight this out all the way through uh, just because I expect this fight to, to be one of the better fights as well. Yeah, this fight's going to be crazy. I mean, this is probably, I, I think Jones versus Cormier is the hardest for me to predict because there's so many factors in that one. But if you're looking at, you know, just straight up like a coin toss, 50-50, I'd say most hardcore MMA fans are split right down the middle as well as the casual fans that I've talked to as well. Uh, these two guys, are they're, they're headhunters. You know, it's, it's a scenario where Robbie Lawler, um, he's the former champion uh, with a win over Cowboy. He could very well be right back in that mix to be fighting the winner of Woodley and Maya that's happening on the same show that we just touched on. Uh, Robbie Waller t- is more so of like a headhunter. He's a power puncher. He picks his shot, and he's, and he's ruthless. I mean, that's his nickname, ruthless uh, Robbie Waller. And Cowboy has a lot of tools in his box. He's, he's very, very good. He's looked great at welterweight since he moved up from the, uh, the lightweight division. And you know, it's one of these scenarios where I think if Cowboy Cerrone can keep Robbie Lawler on the outside, utilize leg kicks to Robbie's leg, 
uh, play it smart. He's got a really, really good chance. But um, if, if you're looking for any kind of prediction, I do think Robbie Lawler is going to take that one, but it's a, it's a coin toss matchup. It's going to be great. So if Woodley defends this title and, and Lawler wins this one, do, do we see a rematch between those two? It's very possible. Um, it's very possible. The, the one big X factor right now at welterweight is kind of the, the looming George St. Pierre, which, you know, he's returning. They're talking about him fighting Michael Bisping at middleweight, but that still isn't 100%. It was confirmed at one point, but the plans have changed. Um, so it, it's a scenario, too, where if GSP decides he wants to fight at welterweight in his return, he'll get an immediate title shot against whoever the champion is. Uh, again, uh, Stephen Jensen joining us here on the WaitForward.com hotline. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at FightTalk underscore. Uh, this card is so stacked that one of, a, a great fight on, on the preliminary card is going to be Ricardo Lamas and Jason Knight. You know, two guys that are ranked in the top 14 of the featherweight division, and it's not even good enough to make the main fight card. Uh, I mean, I look at this card top to bottom, even the, the stuff that's going to be on Fight Pass and then obviously the stuff on, on uh, FX. Great nights to start to finish of UFC 214. Oh, yeah. I, I agree 100%. And, and that, you know, you mentioned Ricardo Lamas. This is a guy who I've been very high on for a long time. Jason Knight's great as well. But uh, in Lamas's case, uh, he's pretty much undefeated since, I'd say, probably around 2011 or so. And his only losses have been to Jose Aldo, Chad Mendes, and Max Holloway, all guys who were, like, some of the three best in the history of that weight class. Uh, so Lamas in, in Knight, I think, is going to be great. And another fight that's definitely worth looking out for is Aldermaine Sterling versus Henan Burrell. That's on the, uh, the, FX, the FXX prelims as well. That's, that's, a, that's going to be a barn burner. That's going to be a great fight. And the winner of that's going to be in the mix uh, for a possible title opportunity uh, and possibly their next fight as well. Uh, it, it's, well it's odd because they're doing a catch weight at 140 pounds for this one, but uh, both of these guys are, are great fighters. Henan Brown's a former champion. Aljamain Sterling is a guy on the rise, a real young guy with a lot of potential. So I'm looking forward to that one as well. Uh, and, you know, and one fight that I forgot about on the main card, obviously the light heavyweight fight between Manawa uh, and Ozdemir. Uh, guys that are both ranked in the top eight of the light heavyweight division. Uh, should be a slugfest between the two of these guys. How do you see that going? Um, if you're looking for a prediction on that one, I would say Manuel. Um, but... It's also he's got a lot of momentum going his way. Uh, Jimmy does, and he. It, it's a scenario where, like, if John Jones wouldn't have been ready to return, I think Emmanuel would have been the next uh, challenger for Daniel Cormier. So I think with a win uh, tomorrow night or tonight, uh, I should say, um, I'm still technically not. Yeah, I'm, you're still I'm, an hour behind us. For me just yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Central Time here in Nashville, but um, so tonight for you guys, tomorrow for me. Um, I, you know, if Manuel wins, I think that he's very much a contender for a possible title shot. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens there. But my money's on Jimmy. Steven Jensen joining us on the WaitFor.com hotline uh, is host of the podcast Fight Talk on iTunes. Make sure you check him out. You can follow him on Twitter uh, at Fight Talk underscore. Last question. We're going to kind of step away from UFC 214. And, and I'm sure I'll have you back on to talk about this as we get closer. Your thoughts on the quote unquote mega fight taking place uh, August 26th. How much time you got, Jeff? Uh, we got about 90 seconds. Okay, man. Very quickly. <laughs> um, if this was going down on the street, Conor McGregor wins 100% of the time. In a boxing ring, it is Floyd Mayweather's world. Everyone knows that. But the thing people need to keep in mind, Conor McGregor really, really believes in himself more than any athlete I've ever seen in my life in any sport. He has a heavy, heavy, heavy left hand. 
He has the kind of punching power that Floyd is not used to. He's going to be coming at him very, very hard. He's going to be talking a lot of trash during the fight. He's going to confuse Floyd. He's going to be in Floyd's head before the fight even starts. That all being said, it's very, very, very difficult to go, to go against Floyd Mayweather in this fight. But if anybody can do it, if anybody can shock the world, Conor McGregor might be that guy. And here's one thing that I've said about this is McGregor's only putting out videos that he wants us to see. Information is only being leaked of what he wants us to know. That means we know nothing about what is going on. So we can keep watching these videos where he's being slow in this. I think people are reading way too much into that. I agree. I, I 100% agree with that. All right, man. We're up. He's, he's a very smart guy. He's a very smart guy, Conor McGregor. No question, man. Steven, I appreciate this, man. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Fight Talk underscore. Give him a listen on Fight Talk Podcast. I'm going to have to have you back on, man. You were great. Dude, Jeff, I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be on your show, man. I'd be happy to come back whenever. Thank you. Perfect, man. All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with me and Jeff on 92.9 The Game in Atlanta. I definitely had a great time doing it, and it sounds like I'll be able to come back uh, hopefully sooner than later. I really had a great time, enjoyed it a lot. So thanks once again. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, Jeff was courteous enough to throw a few plugs in there during the interview, but my Twitter handle is at FightTalk underscore. That's at F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. I have a Facebook group as well. Just search Fight Talk Podcast at Fight Talk Podcast or just Fight Talk. Should come up pretty easy. You can follow me on Podomatic. You can subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. I'm on all the other platforms as well. But if you're subscribed on iTunes, please rate and comment on iTunes as well. Just hit a little five-star rating and just put any comment you want in there. And it really helps the podcast out a lot. It really, really does. I know I say it all the time, but it is the truth. And if you want some merchandise, go to whatamaneuver.net. That is whatamaneuver.net. I have t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, anything you can think of. Uh, I got some new logos coming very, very soon. But grab what's on there right now. I mean, it's summertime. Get yourself a tank top or a t-shirt. I mean, or even a hoodie if you just stay kind of cold-blooded. So, you know, just check it out. Whatamaneuver.net. If there's something you're looking for that you don't see, just let me know and I'll hook you up. Got stuff for everybody. And if you support the Fight Talk podcast, I support you and I will get you what you're looking for. So once again, special thanks to my sponsors, WrestleRumble.com, Heroes and Legends, Brian Jensen at Delgado Boxing, and Williamson Brothers Barbecue. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy UFC 214, and I'll be back soon.